Welcome to Subtle Beast, everybody. I am your host, Foltz. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Steve Apostolopoulos. How are you, my friend? Foltz, I'm feeling extra good tonight. Feel good tonight. We got some good information to get out. Um, this podcast will be, uh, you know, we usually delve into like the unknown. Uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we'll talk about UFOs, aliens, um, and things of that nature. You know, not necessarily anything that anybody's got, you know, solid, solid proof on. Um, reminiscent if you listen to our show on DuPont. I mean, that's information that's out there to the public, but, uh, you know, the, the media is keeping it hush-hush because, you know, the payoff that DuPont has. So our show is going to be a little similar to that in the nature of we're bringing information that, you know, is out there, is available to the masses, but, again, as the media is being paid off by big-time government and whatever big bankers that have invested in this technology of 5G that we're going to be talking about tonight, uh, they uh, forget to mention uh, a lot of the dangers that come along with it. Right. So with DuPont and uh, the chemicals that they have, they're affecting 98% of Americans. Uh, and I would say that the 5G network that's coming out is going to affect probably 100% of Americans. Uh, yeah, I, I, I totally believe that well as well. And I think that once our listeners listen to this entire show, that they'll probably be on board with that as well. Just based on the information that we found, that, that we've dug up, it's just... Uh, it, it, it needs a, a little bit more think tank done on it before they go and launch this. Um, because, uh, you know, in, in, in typical Subtle Beast way, I mean, uh, I, I saw this one post one time and it was talking about, um, you know, the airplanes, uh, you know, spraying chemicals. And, uh, you know, one of those chemicals is aluminum. And then it said, so imagine taking aluminum and putting it in the microwave. What would happen? And then it said, okay, imagine blanketing the nation in uh, aluminum and then activating 5G. You know, who knows? You're right. So, I mean, if, if it has the same effect, I mean, these are all on, you know, sound waves, microwaves, what have you. I mean, that would be scary for everyone to be fried in a second. Yeah, I don't think that uh, the people that are putting 5G together really understand what the dangers are going to do to affect the actual general population. Sure. It's like the uh, the drug companies. They're just coming it out. They'll list the side effects, and then, you know, your doctor will push it onto them for a profit, just like five G. It's it, it, they're going to line the pockets of a lot of one percenters in the in the world, and uh, at the detriment to the public, which they've never cared about anyway. So, and uh, you know what, the public wants it. We as a society, we want everything fast. We want everything right now. We we were so impatient as Americans. Oh, we definitely are. And if I had it, if I had it my way. Like, okay, if you're going to be releasing something like this, let Elon Musk's company work on it. There you go. You know, I mean, he's got he's putting up all them satellites so that we don't have, like, any interruption in Wi-Fi. Like, if you're out in the middle of the ocean when it's completed, uh, I think I'd rather – but even if, even if there was two, even if he had his own, we'd still have this other 5G out here that, let's say, we weren't even subscribed to because we're subscribed to Musk, but we're still getting the dangers of all this. So – well, let's jump into it and let's let's fill anybody everybody in. If you're unfamiliar or if you're really excited about 5G coming out so that you can download faster, well, at the end of this, you might uh, not be as excited. The dangers of 5G. The USA is currently leading the way on 5G. As of June 16th press conference where the Federal Communications Commission, or the FCC, head Tom Wheeler announced the opening up of a low, mid, and high spectrums, there was no mention of health effects whatsoever, but the dangers are real. Thousands of studies link low-level wireless radio frequency radiation exposures to a long list of adverse biological effects, including DNA, single and double strand breaks, oxidative damage, disruption of cell metabolism, increased blood-brain barrier per permeability, melatonin reduction, which means you're going to have a hard time falling asleep, disruption to brain glucose metabolism, and the generation of stress proteins. Uh, let's not forget... <clears throat> 
that in 2011, the World Health Organization classified radiofrequency radiation as possible 2B carcinogen, which means it'll give you cancer. Right. More recently, the $25 million National Toxicology Program concluded that radiofrequency radiation of that type currently used by cell phones now can cause cancer. But where does 5G fit into all this? Now, given that 5G is set to utilize frequencies above and below existing frequency bands, 5G sits in the middle of all this. But the tendency is for 5G to utilize the higher frequency bands, which brings its own particular concerns. Now, one of the things that can affect you it affects you medically is a, a denser the denser soup of electro electro smog they call it. Now we're, uh, we're going to be bombarded by really high frequencies at low short range intensities, creating a yet more complicated denser soup of electro smog. Now to work with a higher range MMW and 5G, the antennas required are smaller. But some experts are talking about as small as three millimeter by three millimeter. The low intensity is for efficiency and to deal with signal disruption from natural and man-made obstacles. Now we're already just just that's the electro smog that this creates. A denser soup of electro smog. That just sounds like something that's just ready to like eat your insides out. Right. It's just so much of the uh, these waves going through our uh, our environment. Yeah. Really. So it can also have effects on the skin. The biggest concern is how these new wavelengths will affect the skin. The human body has between 2 million and 4 million sweat ducts. Our sweat ducts act like an array of heliac antennas when exposed to these wavelengths, meaning that we become more conductive. A recent New York study which experimented with 60 gigahertz waves stated that the analysis of penetration depth show that more than 90% of transmitted power is absorbed into the epidermis and dermis layer. That's a lot. That is. I mean, when they're saying that uh, the human body has between 2 million to 4 million sweat ducts, this is what I think of because, you know, when I work out, I sweat profusely from my underarms. Now, if you're not using like a natural deodorant out there or if you're using one that has like antiperspirant in it, antiperspirant contains aluminum. So imagine, so here's more aluminum. You rub it under your arms and then 5G gets activated. You want to talk about sweating from underneath your arms. <laughs> yeah, and this 60 gigahertz wavelengths, that's the, uh, I think, the the top of the bandwidth for this new 5G network, and it's 90% transmitted power that is absorbed into the skin. That's a lot, bro. That's a lot. I mean, that's way more than like a, like a tanning bed. A tanning bed, if you're getting in for 10 or 15 minutes, the, the light in the tanning bed can't even penetrate your skin to after four minutes. And it's not at 90% absorption. I mean, geez. Jeez. So, but not only your skin, but it'll, it has effects on your eyes. There was a study done in 1994 that, uh, that low-level millimeter microwave radiation produced lens opacity in rats, which is linked to the production of cataracts. There was an experiment conducted by the uh, Medical Research Institute of Kwanzaa, or pardon me, not Kwanzaa, Kanazawa Medical University found that 60 gigahertz millimeter wave antennas can cause thermal injuries of varying types of level. The thermal effects induced by millimeter waves can apparently penetrate below the surface of the eye. That's messed up. Yeah. And there was a Chinese study that also found damage to the lens cells of rabbits after eight hours of exposure to microwave radiation. And that was in 2009. And it was conducted by the College of Physicians and Surgeons in Pakistan. But they concluded that EMFs emitted by mobile phone can cause derangement of chicken embryo retinal differentiation. Basically, it's affecting the the retina, the retina, the eye of a chicken embryo during development within like eight hours. That's crazy. And it's going to be twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. It's going to be all the time. Five G is going to be active everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is part of the the global elite's way. They've always wanted to uh, get rid of a. Uh, Ninety percent of the population. This might be the way. So it can also have effects on the heart. A Russian study found that frequencies in the range of fifty-three to seventy-eight gigahertz 
which is what 5G proposes to use, impacted the heart rate variability in rats, which is an indicator of stress. Another Russian study on frogs whose skin was exposed to MMWs found heart rate changes and arrhythmias. So it's going to mess with your heart rate. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, these animals on, on on a small scale, it's doing that too. I mean, imagine these more direct waves coming at a bigger target, such as humans. I mean, and we have bigger organs. It's just going to probably do even more damage. Now, it also affects the immune system, of course. A study done by Russian uh, by the Russians in 2002 examined the effects of 42 gigahertz microwave radiation exposure on the blood of healthy mice. It was concluded that the whole body exposure of healthy mice to low-intensity EHF and EMR has a profound effect on the mice of nonspecific immunity. That's great. That's what we need is more... Uh more bombardment on our immune systems. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't get enough of that with antibiotics pumped into our food. Precisely. So it can also have effects on cell growth rates. A 2016 Armenian study observed MMWs at low intensity, mirroring the future environment brought about by 5G. Their study concluded, and it was conducted on E. coli and other bacteria, stated that the waves had depressed their growth as well as changing properties and activities of the cells. The concern is that it would do the same to human cells. It's going to change your cells, weaken your immune system, affect your heart. Well, the beginning the beginning stages of your cell changing, that that's cancer. Oh yeah, that's true. So, cell uh, division. Yeah. Um Oh jeez. So, what was I going to say? Oh, um the one good thing that that we did to try and keep it uh you know, as as accurate as possible, as you could probably see, we we are taking studies from all around the world. Pakistan, uh, there was an Armenian study, a Russian Russians. study. So I mean, these are just uh, studies that are being done all around the world. But why aren't we hearing about them on a uh, on the media? Because everybody's just so excited. Wait, wait for this. Wait for that. You'll you can do this faster. Like Steve was saying already earlier that. We live in a society now where it's immediate gratification. And if you can't download the latest app 60 seconds faster, people get ticked off. You know, there, just because America is leading the way on 5G doesn't mean that um, smaller countries are not going to get it fast. Because I know that in the past where there may have been failing phone infrastructures that uh, cell phone companies have come in and put in brand new cell phone towers just to open that market up to sell new cell plans and to sell new cell phones into these depressed countries that normally you wouldn't associate with having the latest technology, but they do put the latest technology into those so that their people want to buy new cell phones and have cell phone plans in emerging markets. Sure, it's crazy because, and like you were saying, that they'll they'll be everywhere, even in like third world countries, where they're already at risk for all kinds of different like bacteria infections and things of that nature. And five G can have an effect on bacteria that it builds up a resistance. I mean, the very same American study that was suggested that MMWs effects are mainly on water, cell plasma membrane, and the genome too. They had found that MMWs interaction with bacteria altered their sensitivity, different biologically active chemicals, including antibiotics. More specifically, the combination of MMW and antibiotics showed that it may be leading to the antibiotic resistance in bacteria. Now, this groundbreaking finding could have a magnum effect on the health of human beings as the bandwidth is rolled out nationwide. The concern is that we develop a lower resistance to bacteria as our cells become more vulnerable and we become more vulnerable. This just, I mean, it just, it has so many, I mean, for me, I mean, call me conspiracy there is whatever, but it just has, man, if they were going to roll out a global massacre, this would be the best way because everybody's wanting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faster, faster, faster. Yeah, well, we'll kill you faster, faster, faster. Superbugs are a real problem too. The resistance to bacteria and hospital bacteria is a real problem. They say that there's a large percentage of surgical procedures that become infections and that there is bacteria in hospitals that has a resistance that no antibiotics will work on. So that is a very real problem. Definitely. Definitely. Effects on plant health. 
Jeez. One of the features of 5G is that MMW is particularly susceptible to being absorbed by plants and rain. Humans and animals alike consume plants as a food source. The effect MMW has on plants could leave us with food that's not safe to consume. Think GMOs on steroids. The water that falls from the sky onto these plants will be irradiated. A 2010 study on aspen seedlings showed that the exposure to radio frequencies led to the leaves showing necrosis symptoms. That's terrible, man. So basically, if it doesn't interact with your body and kill you, these all over the world will end up killing off our plant life, and then we'll just be asphyxiated because we can't breathe because there's no more oxygen because we killed off all the plant life. And, you know, the animal life is going to follow shortly behind and we're in that category. Goes back to that denser soup of electrosmog you were talking about. Absolutely. Now, of course, it it goes on further. I mean, there's effects on the atmosphere and also the depletion of fossil fuels. Now, the the implementation of 5G global wireless network requires the launching of rockets to deploy satellites for 5G. These satellites have a short lifespan, which require a lot of deployment, and that we're currently seeing a new type of hydrocarbon rocket engine expected to power a fleet of suborbital rockets would emit black carbon, which could cause potentially significant changes to the global atmospheric circulation in the distributions of ozone and temperature. But that's according to a 2010 California study. The solid-state rocket exhaust contains chlorine, which also destroys the ozone. Man. So we're not just stopping it. We're just going to just take out the, the whole earth. Yeah, it's not, not bad enough that we have global warming because of all the chemicals and uh, fossil fuels that we burn. But we're also going to take away the protective layer that shields us from the sun's radiation rays. Well, yeah, the effects on the, uh, on the ozone are thought to be worse than the current day CFC exposure. So, I mean, if it got any worse, we'd, we'd just start cooking ourselves. Now, Google has a project called Loon and is said to bring internet to rural and hard access areas by using helium balloons but these balloons only have a 10-month lifespan so we're looking at a lot of helium being used here more than we than we could possibly have on earth which brought up a in in pre-show brought up a, a pretty interesting conversation that me and steve have a I'm sure everybody's got like a, a dollar store in their town that you, you run to and just grab a couple things that you don't want to pay retail for and uh every time i've gone in there i would say probably in the last well Definitely three, four months. I would say there. three months too, yeah. That they, they say that there's there's signs saying you can't have balloons because of the helium shortage. Well, is there a helium shortage now throughout our nation because of all these balloons that have to go up into the atmosphere that have this 10-life lifespan? And if so, well, that's a waste. I mean, it, it, it's hurting our environment. And where are these balloons going after the 10-month? I mean, doesn't state. But I can't imagine that's great for the environment. No, they're probably crashing in our lakes and our rivers and our tributaries to the oceans. Oh, exactly. And just killing more marine life. There is a a large disruption of the natural ecosystem because of 5G. Since the year 2000, there have been reports of birds abandoning their nests, as well as health issues like plumage deterioration, locomotion problems, reduced survivorship and death, says researcher Alfonso Balmori. Bird species that are affected by these low levels, non-ionizing microwave radiation, are the house sparrows, rock doves, white storks, doves, magpies, among others. But it's not just the birds. The declining bee population is also said to be linked to these non-ionizing EMF radiation. It reduces the egg-laying ability of the queen, leading to the decline of colony strength. Man. That's crazy. And, you know, I could see how it could uh, like affect the, the migratory birds because migratory birds, they say, like, like the homing pigeon, that they can see the electrical grid. So that's exactly how they know where to go. Well, if you're pumping all these EMF and other frequencies out there, it might be messing with them seeing... Uh, you know, the, the, the electrical grid of the earth that they typically follow. It could be messing with their brains. could be messing with the actual 
frequency itself. Who knows? You know it's bad if they're abandoning their nests. Oh, yeah, and then, then, then they can't even lay eggs. I mean, but... I mean, besides the five G signal, you know what else is going to be worse is the towers. That all the all the cell towers emit radio frequency radiation, and this is what makes them dangerous. The plans to the uh, plans to transition to the new five G system around the world is already underway. Soon, every city will be retrofitted with this technology. Many cell stations will be placed all throughout our neighborhoods and cities. They will be installed on the sides and tops of buildings, and on the streets and on light poles. 5G cell towers are more dangerous than other cell towers for two main reasons. First, compared to earlier versions, 5G is ultra-high frequency and ultra-high intensity. Second, since the shorter-length millimeter waves, MMVs, used in 5G do not travel as far or through objects, with our current number of cell towers, the cell signal would not be reliable. So to compensate, many more mini-cell towers must be installed. But it's estimated that they will need a mini-cell tower every two to eight houses. This will greatly increase our RF radiation exposure. Every eight to 12 houses. I probably in my neighborhood have probably like, I don't know, 40 homes that's a lot of those little modules little nodes yeah that they had to because it won't penetrate it's like who's gonna you know how many of those they're gonna be oh i you can't but that's why it's gonna kill us all so quick i mean the the days of 1g 2g 3g and 4g they used between one and six gigahertz frequency Now, according to Kevin Modis from the California Brain Tumor Association, 5G will use between 24 to 90 gigahertz frequency. Within the RF RF radiation portion of the electromagnetic spectrum, the higher the frequency, the more dangerous it is to living organisms. Now, with RF radiation, how close the source is to our local physical bodies is more important than the power level of the radiation. Now, the RF radiation dissipates with distance. In other words, a low-powered exposure right next to someone is more dangerous than a more powerful exposure a long ways off. Also, the longer the exposure time is more dangerous. 5G will be the worst of both worlds. We will have more sources around us and closer to us, and they'll be more powerful and continuous emissions. You know, it's it's like it's like we're hostages because even if you don't want this, you know, there's nothing that you can do. I, I had a friend that uh, had a house under the power lines, and his brother had uh, gotten cancer and passed away when we were kids, and. For our whole lives, he he blames it on the power lines. Hey, man, you can't you can't disprove it. I mean, I feel bad for people that have made the choices to just not carry a cell phone or not to be plugged into the internet. They just want to live their lives, and now they don't even subscribe to this, and they're going to have the health effects. It doesn't matter where you're living; they're they're still going to have those waves going through their bodies constantly. The RF radiation. There's so many dangers. There have been hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific studies done on RF radiation linking it to health problems such as cancer, such as DNA damage, especially in fetuses within the first 100 days after conception, and sterility in men. And even the World Health Organization classified RF radiation as a possible carcinogenic, meaning that it is cancer-causing. Now, these mini 5G cell towers uh, are going to be in your homes. Many people do not realize that they already have many cell towers emitting high-level RF radiation in their homes and offices right now. Some even have a 5G mini cell tower. We call them Wi-Fi routers. Just like a cell tower, a Wi-Fi router emits a full 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, or as long as you have it turned on. Its range includes your entire home and beyond. Its radiation is the exact same RF radiation that a cell tower emits or that your microwave oven uses to cook your food. For example, my Wi-Fi router is a Netgear 5 gigahertz router that emits both 5 gigahertz and 2.4 gigahertz frequencies. A microwave oven uses 2.4 gigahertz frequencies to cook food. The new Wi-Fi router the new 5G Wi-Fi routers that are available now use 60 gigahertz. 5 gigahertz and 2.4 gigahertz frequencies. So having one of those routers is really like having 5G mini cell tower right inside your home. 
Well, geez, after hearing that and looking around Studio 1B, how many frequencies <laughs> do you think we're being exposed to? Because we got all kinds of equipment in here. We got we have uh, routers. We have wi- we have Wi-Fi router extenders. Uh soundboards mics headphones yeah but you know what i mean there is something that you could possibly do like if you didn't want to be exposed to this all the time they have wi-fi router guards now it's possible to protect yourself from our radiation emitted from your wi-fi router uh, with a wi-fi router guard by putting the wi-fi router in one of these it will block between 90 and 95 percent of rf radiation that they admit and the, and the amazing part is that you'll still be able to use your Wi-Fi. I like that. Yeah, I like the Wi-Fi guard. Yeah. Now, the more studies that are being done on RF radiation. Uh, in Germany, researchers studied 1,000 residents who lived in close proximity to two cell phone towers for about 10 years. Now, according to the study, during the last five years of the observations, researchers discovered neighbors living within 400 meters of the cell towers were diagnosed with cancer at a rate that was three times higher than those who lived much, much further away. Three times higher. So it's definitely that. Man. Now, another frightening study that was done in 1994, well before 3G, 4G, and 5G, linked significant health problems with people living in London apartment building with a cell phone mast on its roof. Now, in this study, the cancer rate of those living on the top floor of the apartment building, the closest to the tower, had a cancer rate of 10 times the average in England. Now, if that isn't enough to convince you there's a significant link between cell phone towers and health problems, consider a recent study done in Italy, March 2018. The researchers at the world-renowned Ramazinzi Institute released the shocking results of a large-scale study of lab animals exposed to cell tower radiation over a lifetime. The Ramazini study exposed 2,448 Sprague Dolly rats from prenatal life and until their natural death to environmental cell tower radiation for 19 hours per day. The RI exposures mimicked base station emissions like those from cell tower antennas, and the exposure levels were far less than those used in the NTP studies of cell phone radiation. So, wow. So, these, 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 Sprague Dolly rats being exposed to this for only 19 hours a day were, be, were being killed with less radiation than what was being done with cell phones now. Jeez. So, phew. Now, the NTP, the National Toxolo- Toxicology Program study, that recently linked cell phone radiation to heart cancer in male rats. Now, the Ramazini study is the first to complete a study of this scale over a significant period of time. Now, together, the studies make a strong argument for more guidelines and standards to protect the public health. Health experts from around the world are weighing in on the significance of the findings and urging the World Health Organization to act. I've never heard of heart cancer before. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I mean, I I mean, I I don't ever want to be exposed to it on this level. God, if it's given... Male rats, heart cancer. Jeez. The, the, the World Health Organization definitely needs to act. Now, <laughs> the study raises concerns that simply living close to a cell tower will pose threats to human health. Now, governments need to make measures to reduce exposures from cell tower emissions. Cell towers should not be able to be near schools, hospitals, or people's homes. Now, public health agencies need to educate the public on how to reduce the exposure from all sources of wireless radio frequency radiation, be it from cell towers or cell phones or Wi-Fi in schools, said Dr. David Carpenter, former dean of the School of Public Health at the University of Albany. This is particularly urgent because current plans to place small 5G cell towers about every 300 meters in every street across the country. These 5G small cell and antennas will result in continuous exposure to everyone living nearby and everyone walking down the street. The increased exposures will increase the risk of cancer and other diseases such as electrohypertensity, said Dr. Carpenter. The risk is very real. As Dr. Carpenter indicated, public health is at risk with plans for far more for with plans for for more and more smaller towers to go up on every street corner around the world. Pardon me there for a second. I got tongue tied. Jeez, this is uh, the the further we get into it, man. The the just it baffles me that they're going to have cell towers every three hundred meters on every street corner. Which in any company that's involved in putting out this five G, they would have had to 
been aware that there's all these studies being done. And then they're going to get the results of these studies by these people all around the world who are the top in their field. And they're, and they're just saying, eh, thanks. <laughs> it's like, well, well, who steps in? I mean, who, who's looking out for us? It's like, it's like back in DuPont when they paid off uh, the government to make, give their own statements. Yeah, there's no real governing body that's looking at these waves and saying, hey, guys, hey, uh, big companies, you, you can't do this. You can't put this much radiation on somebody. Yeah, because and then they're being idiots because they're going to kill themselves, too, unless they're going to be wearing some special RF suits. That yeah. The, yeah, if you see the president of those companies saying he wants to be as far away from his node as possible, then you better be as far away as possible. Yeah, too. and he's always wearing a suit that looks like one of them sauna suits. <laughs> Oh, God. So, according to experts, doctors, and researchers, radiation has the power to change our bodies on a cellular level. These changes, as supported in several studies, create a perfect environment for cancer and other ailments to take over the inside of our bodies. Other studies link cell phone and cell tower radiation to memory loss, headaches, changes in vision, and mood, sleep disorders, and leukemia. The rollout of 5G and the infrastructure to support it will only increase our risk of suffering major health issues down the road. Great. What do these studies say? As companies prepare to make a 5G into reality, may doctors and scientists believe the technology will be a massive public health experiment? According to Dr. Joel Moskowitz, a public health professor for the University of California, the increase in many cell towers across towns and cities is only part of the concern. Dr. Malkowitz says the lower frequency multimeter waves used in 5G could cause major skin, eye, and nervous system problems. Now, the deployment of 5G, or fifth-generation cellular technology, constitutes a massive experiment on the health of all species. Because MMWs are weaker than microwaves, they are predominantly absorbed by the skin, meaning their distribution is quite focused there. Since skin contains capillaries and nerve endings, MMW bioeffects may be transmitted through molecular mechanisms by the skin or through the nervous system, says Dr. Meskowitz. He also believes that MMV can make some pathogens resistant to antibiotics. Oh, fantastic. Because our own bodies are already becoming resistant to antibiotics. So we add in this uh, 5G signal to, to weaken it. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, the, if there was an increase in like autoimmune diseases across the world. Yeah. Because it's just, it's, it's changing you on a cellular level. I mean, that's awful. Your body's fighting itself. Now, Dr. Uh, Moskowitz is not alone in his concern about 5G. Dr. Yale Stein from Jerusalem's Hebrew University recently wrote a letter to the Federal Communications Commission outlining his major concerns about 5G, MMW, and how it could impact human skin. Dr. Stein argues the human skin has the ability to absorb more than 90% of microwave radiation and will cause major problems from head to toe, especially for vulnerable, it's especially vulnerable for kids and elderly and pregnant women. MMVs are also believed to cause physical pain. A recent article in a Lux magazine takes a deeper look at the issue. According to the article, MMVs could cause pain receptors to flare up in the human body and cause great damage to our eyes, cell growth, and compromise our immune system. Well, there we go. In fact, the U.S. government currently uses MMW... MMV energy as non-lethal weapon. This weapon is direct and more intense than the MMVs from 5G network. However, it's similar and it's still concerning. Now, according to the U.S. Department of Defense, the actual denial system creates focused MMV beam that is capable of penetrating the skin, which can create a burning or stinging sensation. That's great. So the, the Department of Defense <laughs> says that they, they can use this as a weapon. You better watch out, Area 51 people. Oh, yeah. They won't even have to shoot one bullet. They just shoot you with whatever they're making 5G out of. Yeah, and September 20th is coming fast. Everybody rethink your plans. Now, some experts even argue 5G will have a devastating impact on our environment as well. A 2010 interview linked aspen leaf damage to MMV exposure. Some researchers also found MMVs can cause cell damage in wheat plants, impact wildlife, and affect our atmosphere. So only time will tell how 5G network will impact our health and environment. We know existing cell towers are dangerous with no plans to build. 
uh, with plans to build thousands, if not millions more, and it could come. It could become really interesting. And it's clear MMVs are not safe for the general public, especially considering we will be exposed everywhere we go, even at home. So, yeah. So it's going to have an impact on oh wheat plants, which is just made into about everything. It's going to impact the wildlife and affect our atmosphere and affect our health. Anything else? Yeah, that's what we need to do is mess with wheat some more. We already have all the people that are wheat intolerant, and that wasn't really a thing when I was a kid. Yeah, all these different things, you know. But, well, Steve, is there any way to try and reduce the exposure to all these 5G? 5G is expected to be ready to go by 2020, so you have plenty of time to prepare yourself and make plans to reduce your exposure to MMVs and other cell towers. Because 5G towers will be everywhere, it will be difficult to avoid all exposure, so you'll have to take care of your immune system and make healthy choices. If you have kids, pay attention to their Wi-Fi situation at school and in their classrooms. Some studies linked ADD and ADHD memory issues, and behavior problems with Wi-Fi routers and nearby cell towers. Cell phone towers are a big business for school districts. Many districts across the country are selling or renting land for cell phone towers. If this is happening in your neighborhood, speak up. It's only going to become more prevalent with the rollout of 5G. Well, why are the companies pushing for 5G so hard? Well, 5G is the wave of the future. This advanced bandwidth will allow you to download movies in a matter of seconds and is expected to support at least 100 billion devices. That's a lot of bandwidth. That is. I wonder if you're going to be able to keep your cell phone off airplane mode with 5G. Will you still be able to download that fast? I don't know. I mean, does it even really affect an airplane when you have your cell phone on? No. (laughs) (laughs) Now, 5G stands for the fifth generation of cellular technology, which I didn't realize before we started our research on this. Right. We're at 4G now. I remember my first iPhone was 3G. I guess my first cell phone, though, was probably 1G. That. I mean, I've had, I've had cell phones for the last 25 years. Right. So this is the latest development in the cellular world. Major cell phone companies and other tech giants are making progress right now and ready to launch 5G's very soon. I won't get over technical, but in general, 5G will make technology faster, smarter, and create a more connected world, according to Tech Radar. 5G will be an average download speed of about 1 gigabyte per second. With faster connectivity, this network will be capable of supporting the Internet of Things, your personal devices, and various networks without any delay. Plus, with 5G, the connections will be more reliable as well. No more dropped calls or delays when trying to browse the Internet. It's all about making better use of the radio spectrum and enabling far more devices to access the mobile Internet at the same time. Wow. Well, and 5G is being touted as the golden ticket to the cellular connectivity. Of course it is, because that's all they're just pushing for money. They don't care. More speed, less waiting, and more people and things connected than ever before is all they want. Now, as mentioned earlier, advances in technology will no doubt have an impact on our health. Impacts may not, we may not even realize it's happening until, until it's too late. I mean, folks, will we need to get a new phone? Well, we may. We may need to get a new phone or a tablet. Um, Most likely, you'll need to buy a new one to take advantage of the speed and and reliability that's promised by the 5G. But uh, if you like your phone and don't want to spend the extra money, your current 4G phone will continue to work just fine, but for now. I mean, you know how like when you have an iPad, like... At a certain point, it wouldn't even do updates anymore. Yes, yeah, they'll, they'll phase you out. Yeah, so I mean, it's just like a big paperweight. They're going to get you to get something new. Now, as mentioned earlier as well, 5G offers more bandwidth, which means it can support more data. This network is also more reliable. Now, some cell phone and tech companies are already offering 5G-compatible phones and tablets that make the most out of the new technology. Now, your phone is only part of the 5G equation. You may have to pay more for 5G service. It's unclear what the new plan will cost, but it's likely that all major carriers will be competitive to keep customers from jumping ship. And in general, you get what you pay for. Better service will mean you have to pay at least more than you than you currently are used to. Time to start a 5G fund is what it sounds like. Yeah, it's not that I... I mean, I don't 
necessarily feel like I need to upgrade currently, but I just don't want the 4G network that I have to be slowed down. Right. Now I look I kind of look at it like this like uh like we're old enough that we can remember like when HD was even coming out. Oh yeah. And and it cost more from like uh, your provider to get it. And like for for a while I wasn't getting it. I was like I just had, you know, regular TV. I was like, "Oh, what's the big deal?" And then I went over to a friend's house who had just got a brand new TV in HD and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this looks like the movie we're watching. I felt like I was like at the dress rehearsal." I was like, "Okay, I get it. The extra 20 bucks a month is definitely worth it." <laughs> you know. I remember when we transitioned and you're right it was worth it. I mean, just watching football and you can actually see the individual blades of grass or turf. I mean, crazy because in the past when we were growing up you could see the players on the field but it would just be blurry faces in the background now you can see everyone like perfectly now how what does 5g and you have to do with there's no doubt 5g will change our physical and virtual landscape however it's clear this technology comes with major health concerns too the wave of the future may also mean a wave of new cancers, illnesses, and disabilities. More research and studies need to be completed before the entire 5G r- rollout is complete. The potential health consequences associated with 5G in- infrastructure is too great to ignore. And if you can, stay in contact with your government and advocate for local control over why- where 5G mini cell towers are located. We must approach this new technology with re- respect and caution. I know that I... I have kids in school. I mean, I have a son that'll be graduating next year, and I have two daughters that are going to be in middle school. I don't want these placed all over the school. I mean, the schools, in my opinion, are already doing enough damage to the kids. We don't need to be hurting them from the inside and destroying them. Destroying their health, right. Yeah. So the health risks of of the 5G technology... While there's a lot of chatter against the anti-5G community, there's also a lot of compelling discussions between scientists who are waging war against the untrusted technology. In general, radiation does one major thing to human beings and animals. It destroys our DNA, either by forcing the DNA to mutate or by killing specific groups of cells. So here's what to expect if you experience prolonged exposure to radiation. Number one, nausea. Okay. Okay. I mean, depending on what level of nausea. I mean, if it's like uh, being on a cruise ship in 20-foot waves, that's not good. But if it's, you know, a little nausea, you might not even notice it. Right. Number two, swelling. And you, you, you might not still be aware. Maybe I'm just retaining a little water today. Right. Maybe my rings, you know, maybe my fingers are just getting fatter. Yeah. Number three, hair loss. I know every man out there that's going through hair loss doesn't want to hear that. No comment. Number four, decreased appetite. Well, maybe that's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, for some people, they might go stand in front of it a little longer. <laughs> I don't think anybody's. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. <laughs> Number five, low energy. There again. Uh oh. Might not. You know, might not. You know, you may be just feeling yeah, a little sluggish. Barometric pressure. You're blaming it on that day. Number six, damaged bone marrow. Probably, probably not going to. There again, you're not going to notice it right away. You well, get, you're not even going to know what it is. You're not going to be like, I think I got damaged bone marrow. <laughs> Dam- <laughs> number seven, damaged organs. Jeez. Now, you might notice that one. If, yeah. If you start, you start banging up your liver and your kidneys, and you're not able to filter all the bad things out of your body at, anymore. You're 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 probably going to notice that one. Well, what I love, uh, I'm not going to say, it, but I love the next one because if you don't if you don't have this <laughs> after all this. <laughs> Number eight, deep depression. Man. You're going to notice that one. Yeah, because now you have damaged organs, damaged bone marrow. You have low energy, decreased appetite. Your hair is falling out. You look like you're swelling up like a pig, and you're nauseous as heck. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine, you're confused. I'm confused. Number 10, infections. And number 11, incapacitation and death. Oh, well, you notice that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you might not care anymore. Everyone else around <laughs> you is going to notice. And if they didn't notice after the first 10, nobody cares about you. Well, the thing that's messed up is, you know, first they put them up and the year goes by, you know, people aren't going to be falling over dead. But after five years, you might notice a spike in certain, like that heart cancer uh, in 
male lab rats, you might notice a spike in certain diseases that that's going to happen from this. Yeah, well, most things take time. Like there was a study just done recently on uh, uh, on kids that are looking at cell phones. They're starting to see this little bone that's growing at the back of the skull. And it's it's being caused from constantly looking down at screens. Yeah. I mean, I find it hilarious, and I and I, I I'm aware of it, so I don't do it. But like, if I'm going to like the DMV, or if I just have to go somewhere where I sit and there's a lot of people, I intentionally just take in the moment and put my cell phone away. But I look up, and everyone is on their cell. I'm just like, hey, look up here. It's in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I got my first iPhone, I thought. I have no reason to be bored ever now. And it's true. There's times where I'll, I'll be standing in a situation and I'll be like, oh, this looks like about a four minute wait. Better get my cell phone out. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw somebody with a Blackberry clipped on their hip. First thing I was like, man, he must be rich. Second, I was <laughs> thinking he could get on the internet right here. How incredible is that? So if that's not dating us a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We were around for the whole, the whole thing. Now, like we were talking about earlier, there are ways that you can protect yourself. Now, besides moving to Mars or the moon, we're limited in ways that we can protect ourselves from dangerous technology. Cell tower radiation health effects are real because there will be thousands of these towers and stations in every city. It'll be almost impossible to avoid, to avoid them. Given how addicted we are to our devices that we were just talking about, the general public will tend toward risking life and limb to support our screen-related addictions. Now, that said, there are some things we can do to protect ourselves from radiation. The more we focus on our health and diet, the more our immune systems can defend against the challenges related to 5G radiation. Things like spirulina, wheatgrass, vitamin C, and similar substances that are consumable forms of sunlight, which will always improve our health and raise our vibration. Our vibration. Yoga, meditation, chanting, and mantras are another form of prayer and can also be beneficial in protecting our lives' energies. And, and I'm a full believer in that. I have a uh, piece of paper that's laminated right, right by my... Uh, mirror in my bathroom every morning and i get up and it's got um you know declarations on there that are that i say out loud every day and i'll tell you what whether you believe in the law of attraction or not or manifesting well it's real but uh now while we can fear uh, w- uh, there is fear that we can weaken our electromagnetic fields with love intimacy and social vulnerability can strengthen them the most important thing we can do is focus on improving our health states of mind and exposure to nature now we always have control over our future even if the general public is headed in another direction here are a few ideas that steve's going to tell you to give a, to give us a fighting chance number one do not live near a cell tower or mini station. It's gonna be tough, but yeah, I mean, you could you could be the last guy on the block at least, or you have to go out to Dubai and have one of those like sand islands built for you, so you're not around anything. Number two, purchase an EMF shield and continue to measure the levels of radiation within a hundred feet of your home. Maybe this is why, like on a lot of sci-fi movies in the future, they always had people with like these silver suits on maybe those are going to be the clothes of the future because everyone's trying to reflect all this emf and radio and radioactive stuff tinfoil hat there you have it number three eat healthy and take immune boosting supplements which i do i do as well every day too uh number four spend lots of time in the forest which we do between the months of november and january usually and we, we definitely need to spend as much time in the forest as we can absolutely Number five, refrain from using your cell phone for long periods of time, including never keeping your cell phone in your bedroom. I'm so guilty of that. Oh, me too, because that's where I charge it at night. Number six, when traveling with your cell phone, store it in an EMF protective bag. Well, you know, we could probably do that with uh, the cases. I always have a case on my Yeah, yeah. Number seven, consider purchasing some ordinite, which reportedly scatters electromagnetic fields and turns them into beneficial ones. That's interesting. Yeah, and you know you know what's funny is like the same people that are probably pushing 5G and creating 5G are the same people that are probably creating to benefit and profit off of everything to protect yourself with. So that way they got you covered. There's nothing you can do about it. Here comes 5G. But hey, you should buy this to protect yourself. Yeah, don't put your phone in your pocket anymore. You have to have this special holder for it. Exactly. Number eight, continually educate yourself 
about the wireless industry and the global government support of the insane endeavor. Number nine, remain strong. Stay out of fear and continue to improve your vibration through the positive thinking, forgiveness, and increased attention towards your mental, emotional, and physical health. That's the most important thing right there. I love that. Yeah. So, guys, I think that we've uh, broke down for you basically uh, what 5G is and what it could potentially do to us. Now, the only thing that we were able to do to help us and, like we said, give a fighting chance is, you know, is list some things that could help protect us from it because no matter what we do, it seems like it's coming. It's coming in a hurry. The people that are for it are are, are unaware. I mean, not the people that are creating it, but everyone that's excited about it, about how they can get their app one second faster. Nobody's educating themselves. <laughs> so if, if Subtle Beast has to step in to just educate our listeners, because we know that we're reaching, we're reaching a ton of people. So, heck, if we could save one person from rf radiation exposure then then we've done our jobs and as subtle beast we're always going to look into if it's not right or if it looks weird or you won't talk about it or it's classified or it's totally unknown well we're going to dig into it and if we have to we're going to expose you and we don't really care who you are what what hides in the shadows we bring to light it's something we've always done from the very beginning and it was a pleasure to do research on 5G because it's, I mean, it's inevitable that we're going to transition uh, to 5G and it's going to happen faster than you expect it. So those so, are yeah. some of the things that are going to happen, some of the dangers, some of the things you can do to prevent those things from happening to you. Yeah. And if you're worried about all these uh, many towers inside your kid's school, well, uh, Make sure that you know who's running for, for the board of, of, the, of that school district. Make it an issue. Talk about it at these meetings before the elections. Let them know that the parents are concerned and you don't want this affecting your children on a daily basis. So that's what our concern here is at Subtle Beasts is, is protecting the masses so that our government can't try and destroy the masses like we know that they're ultimately out to do with the New World Order. And uh, this is probably just another phase of their plan, but Subtle Beast is on to them. Would it be so bad if they didn't have cell phones in the classroom? Uh, no. You know? I no. mean, that's the way we grew up. Yeah. We couldn't even imagine cell phones. We would watch Star Trek. And like, that would be so awesome if like, you were talking to somebody and you could see them at the same time. I remember thinking that thought. And you know what's funny is as many times as I thought that as a kid, I think I've probably used FaceTime maybe four times. No, we do it, yeah, with grandma and, and the kids and stuff. But generally speaking, I really don't want to, you know... I don't want people seeing me while I talk to them. I know. So, well, that's our show on 5G. I had a great time, Steve. I had a great time, too. Fultz, it's always great when we get to get together and dig into these topics. Absolutely. So, what, uh, we're going to ask uh, ask our fans for, for a little bit of help. If you enjoyed the show, you can share it on social media. If you haven't already, go out there on to uh, whatever platform you're listening to us on and uh, give us a nice review because that always helps us out with everything that we're working on here and all the plans that we have for the future. And uh, Subtlebeastpodcast.com. Yes. So go out and share that with your friends. Uh, just uh, just and or just hit us up on our Facebook or Instagram. Just give us a shout out. Uh, you know, we we'd love to uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, if enough people start giving us a shout out on social media, we'll designate some time and uh, we'll read your shout outs and uh and and we'll get you on the air just a little bit. Some but, listener mail, yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, so until we roll around to that point, though, I'm Foltz and I'm Steve, and we'll see you next time. Take care of one another. Bye bye. <laughs>